Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Podcast, where we unpack and explain the powerful Word of God, making it practical and helpful to your daily life and especially to your job. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your patience? How patient are you? Or does it depend on the situation? (laughs) Well, then let me ask, on a scale of 1 to 10, how steady is your patience? Thank you for listening to episode 143 on the Blue Jeans Christian Podcast. And we're in a series on how to be. Because we are to be before we are to do. And being a Christian is something that we really need to concentrate on how to be. (laughs) Because others are watching, especially if they know you're a Christian. And Jesus wants us to be like a light in a dark room that kind of stands out in a positive way. Do any of these ever happen to you? When you're late for work or an appointment, that's the only time you get behind a slow person. Or you finally find the time to record a podcast and an airplane starts circling around where you are. When you only have five minutes to run into the store for milk, that's the time there is only one checker who happens to be the slowest person on the planet, and there are ten people in line at the self-checkout. Or your spark plug socket sticks to the end of your newly installed spark plug, but not your ratchet extension, so you can't get it back out. How about this one? You travel in the early spring to southern Utah to do some desert mountain bike riding, And have some much-needed time in the sun. But it rains and snows the whole time you're there. Unprecedented weather, the locals say. (laughs) Or how about this one? You are the only one left in the shop to load the customer's truck. And the banding on the last pallet breaks, spilling all the contents all over the floor. Oh, here's one. Your rented rototiller runs out of fuel five minutes before you're done and ten minutes before you have to have it back. (laughs) Some of you may get this one. Your checkout time is 11 a.m. at your RV park and at 10.55 you discover your RV slide-outs won't come in (laughs) and you can't leave until they come in. Or how about your car getting a flat tire at the center of a long bridge that has no shoulder and no room to pull over. (laughs) I was actually at an Arby's one day for lunch, and just as I ordered my beef and cheddar, they informed me they ran out of roast beef. (laughs) How does an Arby's run out of roast beef? That's kind of like McDonald's running out of fries. Oh, wait, that's happened to me also. Why do these things always happen to me, we ask, but we don't expect an answer. Well, there actually is an answer. These things are allowed by God to teach us patience and to perfect us. James 1, 2 through 4 says, My brethren, meaning Christians, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. 
But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, complete, lacking nothing. In the scripture passage, we are told to count it all joy, which means it's a choice when trials come, when things come to upset us. The word count means to consider or to evaluate. Then we are told to be joyous about the situation. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, that's the opposite of what we normally do, isn't it? The word trials means something that tests us. An external occurrence that breaks the pattern of peace or comfort or happiness. Trials are something negatively different than what we expected. These trials test our faith. Faith is that calm assurance that what God is doing or allowing is best for us. It says that I trust God and His truth and I cling to His promises. What promises? Well, remember Romans 8.28? That my God will cause all things to work together for good to those who love Him and are trying hard to follow his purpose for us? (laughs) Faith in this James context means I choose to not let this situation rob me of the joy I have and is only a test to see how I respond. It is a test that will ultimately teach me patience. Now, I know you want to go back and listen to that again, but you don't have the patience, so I'm going to say it again. These trials test our faith. Faith is that calm assurance that what God is doing or allowing is best for us. It says, I trust God and His truth and I cling to His promises, like Romans 8.28, for example. Faith, in this James context, means I choose to not let the situation rob me of the joy that I have. And it's only a test to see how I respond. It's a test to teach me patience. You see, the more patience you have, the less effect those trials have on you. Patience is a sign of maturity. The more mature you are, the better you can handle life's little and large trials. I think the older we get, the more we need patience. Endurance or perseverance are similar terms because the trials seem to be bigger and harder to deal with as we age. I know. Maybe because we know we're running out of time and we don't got time to be dealing with this garbage or waiting in this line. I don't know, but the more patient we are, the closer to perfect we become. That comes from that passage. And that term perfect and complete does not mean sinless, but fully able to handle what comes our way. It means to be stable and steady, which is a very desirable character quality, right? Stable and steady, even keel. 
We do that by trusting Christ and relying on His presence and strength. We do that by endeavoring to be more like Jesus, or more specifically, like His character traits. The Bible tells us that we find hope and strength when trials come, when we run to God for refuge. Hebrews 6.18 says that. It describes that hope as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul that fixes itself in the solid reality of God's power, loving, knowledgeable care, and His presence in us. Oh, and His trustworthy faithfulness. You can read about that in Hebrews 6, 18 and 19. Did you catch that word picture in that passage? Anchor for the soul? I think of a ship that is at anchor during a fierce storm. Yes, the seas and the wind are raging, and the ship is bouncing around, but it's safely anchored to bedrock, which is God. Are you anchored to God and His promises and His doing what's best for you or allowing what's best for you? Patience is actually one of those traits severely lacking in today's society. Do you agree? How about this statement? Patience is absent in a godless society. Do you agree with that? I thought of that when I was behind a young man in a kind of an older Dodge truck that was a diesel. You know how I know it was a diesel? Because it was belching black smoke, and he thought that was really cool. <laughs> I could just tell. But I was behind him, and in front of him pulled out an older gentleman with a horse trailer. Now, this guy in front of me wasn't going to hit that older guy. But he did have to put on his brakes. And what I saw after that was a good indictment of our society today. That guy rolled down his window and screamed obscene four-letter words with a middle finger in the air at that poor old man. There have been times in my life when I was that guy. Maybe not that harsh, but that impatient and lashing out at someone else. I can tell you this, I knew right then and there that that guy in front of me was not a Christian. If you show a lack of patience, do people assume that you're not a Christian when you really are? It reminds me of this kind of a joke that a police officer pulled over a person and when... The officer went up to the window, asked for license and registration. And the person in the car was just like really upset, saying, Why did you pull me over? I wasn't speeding. I wasn't doing anything wrong. And the officer said, Well, I'm sorry, but there's that fish symbol on the back of your car and the bumper sticker that says, Follow me to Grace Baptist Church. And when that person pulled in front of you and you rolled down the window and screamed at them and gave them the middle finger and honked loud and rode right on their tail, I thought for sure your car was stolen. 
So do you see that we Christians must have and show patience so that others may see us as different in a good way? In such a way that maybe they'll ask us about that, which gives us an opportunity to share the gospel with them, as 1 Peter 3.15 says, you know, people may come to you and ask why you're different. Have a ready answer for them when they do. Just think of your reaction when some trial jumps in front of you. Do you fly off the handle or fly the bird? Or do you truly say, it's all good? Do you say, oh no? Or do you say, well, this will be interesting because I trust God. Which is a more mature response and which one is a better witness for Christ? Patience and peace go hand in hand because it's based on that calm assurance that what God is doing or allowing is best for us. Oh, and one other thing I would like to mention is the trials that God brings or allows to happen to us and the patients that we're trying to learn have some sort of a tie to a timeline or a time frame. And usually that time frame is different to us than it is to God. You know what I'm talking about? Our impatience is tied to time. And God is trying to say, maybe, slow down. I've got this. It's going to take some time. I'm working on the situation, or I'm working on you or the other person. It's just going to take more time than you think it does. And I tell you what, God's ways and timing is always way better than ours. Ours are tied to a quicker time frame than his. Does that make sense? Because when we realize that, it helps us to get through these trials better, especially if they're really long ones. And you know what? Sometimes things just happen because we live in a fallen world and we just need to see them as a trial that is testing our faith and growing our patience. Because he's trying to make us more and more like Jesus and his character traits. Which, by the way, according to Romans 8.29, is why Romans 8.28 happens. Where God causes all things to work together for good? To make us more like Jesus. Patient, peaceful, kind, caring, compassionate, steadfast, even keel, fully trusting God and endeavoring to bring glory to Him. You can read about this episode, including the passages discussed here for yourself, <laughs> by going to my website, bluejeanschristian.com and look for the blog post, Be Patient. And while you're there, at the top of the page, click on the tab, Speaking, and read about some of the topics that I travel around the country and speak on in churches. Maybe you can bring that up with your pastor or adult ministries leader. I can come speak at your church and meet you too. 